This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing co-host, the glamorous Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? How are you doing today? I am magsational today. Magsational. Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> Magnificently sensational. Yes. That's like <laughs> that's like back in the day opening that can of soda and it's like, Psh, yeah. Magsational, baby. But now we're opening magsational instead of that's diabetes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no can of diabetes for me, please. I'll take that any day. <laughs> So today we got an amazing show lined up for you guys. We got an awesome guest. Really? This guy, I did his show uh, a couple months back, and it's probably the best time I've ever had on a on an interview. I literally spit up my water <laughs> while he was talking all over my carpet, oh. and I'm not one of those guys that's like all dramatic when they're uh-huh. laughing, but it just caught me out of that's left right. field. That's right. You know, really, really interesting guy. Got an amazing story, and he is one of the go-to guys for Hollywood fitness, All you right. know, so the the stars are mm-hmm. turning to him. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some of the inside secrets about the fitness industry itself, you know, which as a lot of people know, it's a lot of rigmarole out mm-hmm. there in the fitness industry, a lot of stuff that's not true, a lot oh, of yeah. stuff that people buy into that's not getting them results. And he's going to talk about that. And also he's an endurance athlete. Oh, and sweet. we haven't talked about this on, mm-hmm. on the show before. Mm-hmm. And actually one of my clients who's was also a friend of mine. He just told me he's uh, signing up for Iron Man. Oh, wow. And I'm like, dude, why are you doing that? Right. But right. I'm going to live vicariously through you. Yeah, there we go. But I don't want to do that, man. <laughs> but I do want to have that information on how do we eat the way that we eat, eating real food mm-hmm. and be able to elevate ourselves in that kind of human endurance type performance. Yeah, with that staying power. Right. So we've got an amazing show for you guys. But first, let's give a, a huge, yeah. a huge shout out to our amazing sponsor, Onnit.com. Give me a little bigger. Give me a little bigger. Onnit.com. Yeah. O-N-N-I-T dot com forward slash M-O-D-E-L for 10% off. There you go. Your amazing health and human performance supplements. As everybody knows now, should know by now, I'm a huge fan of the Hemp Force Protein. Oh, yeah. Organic. Uh First of all, it's organic. So we're not dealing with all the (laughs) pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, suicide, genocide, Suicide, all of the... Side means to kill, man. It It means to kill, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the idea that that stuff doesn't have an impact on us, that's just not true. Right. And the research shows that, you know, we did a show recently talking about the impact on liver function and damaging your liver cells. And your liver is responsible for a whole host of awesomeness mm-hmm. that you need to, to to have going if you're going to operate at your highest potential. That's right. And so, that, that other stuff will kill your performance, man. Right, right. And obviously, the biggest reason I'm a fan of hemp as a form of protein is the fact that it's the highest source of albumin and edestin, mm-hmm. which are the most bioavailable protein structures for the human body. Yes. You know, your body just sucks that right, right up it's and edible. uses it. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting something that's going to be not as bioavailable and just wasting a lot of our money. You can use less of this, mm-hmm. get more benefit. That's right. So powerful. And of course, it tastes awesome. <laughs> so good. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. That's Truly right. amazing. So I had to back my husband off of mine. Yeah, I know. It's the same thing. I'm uh-huh. like, my wife kept sneaking into my uh-huh. vanilla acai. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. hey, baby, that is, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> you, you don't even, you don't even, you know, you're not working out right now. Right, Whatever right. it was, I was making up my excuse. Mm-hmm. But we just got to keep more in the house, you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So stock up. Definitely check out. Yeah, stock up. It's mm-hmm. some amazing stuff, mm-hmm. and you get ten percent off of that. 
You're not going to get that anywhere else. There's no other uh, resources out there, no other shows that are giving you 10% off of the actual Hemp Force. You can get 10% off all of your amazing supplements, Mm -hmm. but not the Hemp Force, except with onit.com forward slash model, or you can enter the code model health. That's going to be one word, model health. All right. So, and by the way, with the supplements, pre-workout, I'm loving the shroom tech. Mm -hmm. Loving it. Mm -hmm. Cordyceps is the basis of this. Thousands of years of documented history in Chinese medicine of the power of this particular herb. It just does something. I mean, it's one of those things where this supplement, you actually notice a difference. A lot of people take supplements just like, yeah, I need to take this (laughs) just because, but they don't notice that it's doing anything. This is one of the few things that I notice a difference in my workout. So I'm taking that pre-workout. It's got some um, astragalus in there. It's got an adaptogen, ashwagandha in there. Really, really great stuff. So head over there, check them out. Get your... Get your health on. There you go. You know, support there your health you with real health insurance by investing about that? in these amazing superfoods and supplements. So on it.com forward slash model. It's now let's get stuff. into the iTunes review of the week. Who do we have today, Sean? All right. This one says informative and empowering with an exclamation point and five stars, Sean. Wow. Just wow. Where has this podcast been all of my life? So much insight and information offered here. Not only do I feel smarter after listening, but I always walk away feeling optimistic and empowered to become the best version of me I can be. Thanks, Sean and Jade, for sharing your knowledge and insight with the masses. I am truly grateful for the scientific, psychological, and compassionate insights afforded by your professional and personal experiences. Seriously, I'm truly blown away. That's from LN88R, and we thank you for that. Wow, thank you so much. That was so well articulated. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for heading over to iTunes and leaving these reviews. We read all of them and it totally makes my day and I I so appreciate it. It just helps to get the message out even further. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to put that one on a post-it and put it on my refrigerator. Mm. Refrigerator art. Refrigerator art. It's not only for kids, guys. Did you used to have those little refrigerator magnet letters? Yes. Spelling all kind of... I still do. You remember I have grade school children. You sure. Would you look at that? (laughs) Would you look at that? Just look at it. Look at it. So so what I want to do now is go ahead and dive right into Mm -hmm. our show topic and our special guest. And this gentleman who's becoming a good friend of mine, uh, his name is Vinny Tortorich. And he's one of Hollywood's go-to trainers for health and fitness. And he's also the best-selling author of the book Fitness Confidential. Oh, nice. Great stuff. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and bring on our special guest, Vinny Tortorich. How are you doing today, Vinny? Uh, pretty good, Sean. Now, uh, your co host, her name is Jade. Jade. J A D E. Is she as hot as she sounds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vinny, we're off to a great start. <laughs> oh, listen, I was sitting here, you know, while you guys were doing the intro, listening and going, oh, my God. And then. And then you broke my heart oh. because I heard you say you were married. Oh, and, yeah. ah, <laughs> again. Of you course, did. you know, I've been with the same woman for a long time and she wouldn't appreciate that. But <laughs> oh, boy, I can dream. Well, I appreciate the compliment, Vinny, and I can't wait to hear from you today. Yes, yes. We're getting it, kicking it off flirtatious. I love it. That's right. I can't help it. Come on, Sean. Are you guys in the same room or are you guys we are. in some different... Yeah, we're right in the studio together. Yes, I'm looking at him. So did you guys know each other before you started doing the podcast? Or of course, is, yeah. Is, it's a f- 
great story actually. I was yeah. uh, the keynote speaker at an event for some chiropractors. It was called Ladies' Night of Indulgence, mm-hmm. which is the craziest name. Yeah, that's right, right. And uh, so yeah, Jade, Jade was the MC, and um, she was like we've got to work together and she mm-hmm. was kind of on me at first oh, and yeah. then <laughs> I, I saw how amazing and talented she was once we got some time to to talk and man it's just been a the, one of the best connections ever in my life yeah so give thanks so jay what do you do when you're not doing podcasting <laughs> more podcasting right <laughs> <laughs> is that all you do you just podcast around the clock well that and broadcast i'm a uh, producer and on-air personality here in st louis and yeah. produce several programs uh locally and worldwide. Yeah, I, I figured that because when I was listening to you guys at the beginning, you know, as, as you know, <clears throat> you know, there are a lot of great podcasts out there, but let's face it, there's over 300,000 of them and most of them are bad. <laughs> and, you know, when I listen to you guys, it's like, oh, well, these guys have it down pat. All right. You know, they, they, these guys didn't just roll over one day and go, well, <laughs> let's just do a podcast. <laughs> we don't have anything else to do. And that was very, very clear. So that's why I had to ask. Absolutely. Vinny, and same goes for you. You know, you and Anna on your show, you guys have a synergy. It just, you know your stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said this before we got on. I was like, he's a professional. Right, right. You know, so I appreciate that so much, Vinny. Mm -hmm. But this is about you, man. Yes. So let's talk about, you know, I know you've been in this field for decades, you know, for several decades at a high level, you know, and and being Hollywood's trainer and people are going to you to get themselves into shape and to get their health together. So take us back. I'm curious. I want to know this. Take us back and share with us how you got interested with health and fitness in the first place. Uh, well, you know, I, I talked about that in Fitness Confidential a little bit. And, you know, it started back in probably, I, I'm 50, I'm going to be 52 this month. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting old. I'm old. Fifty's the new forty. Yeah, I started, how old are you? I'm, I'm 44, but 50's the new 40, baby. I gotta, I gotta look you up, Jade. What's your last name? <laughs> Hang on, go ahead, go ahead. Hang on, Jade. I'm, I'm typing with one hand. What's your last name, Jade? Harrell. H a r r e l l. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Whoa! Hang on. Okay, so back to the superhero story. <laughs> Hang on here. You got started. Oh, shucks. It's Wait in, a minute, Sean. <laughs> it's in Fitness Confidential. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see what's doing here. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a singer out there also. So make sure you got the me. Yeah. This is Jade Harrell, a.k.a. Chocolate Drop, <laughs> a.k.a. Sexual Chocolate, a.k.a. Let me make sure I have the right one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so with yeah, that I'm said. I'm going to be listening every week. With, <laughs> with that said, let's get into your story. Okay. Um, how, okay. Did, how did you get interested in, in health and fitness? Let us know. Okay. Yeah. I, I was being picked on as a young kid. You know, I had some, you know, so I had a hearing problem, you know, which caused a speech impediment. It's a long story, but I was getting picked on. And, you know, I, you know, when you're a kid, you start dreaming of being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I could just be like Superman, then everything would be great. But, you know, even though you're eight years old, you know that Superman is not going to, you know, you can't do that. You're not going to be faster than a speeding bullet, and you're not going to be stronger than a locomotive. But one day I was watching television, and I saw a guy named Jack LaLanne, and I realized that this guy was not a superhero, yet he looked like a superhero. And he was lifting a bar over his head with weights on it. And my eight-year-old brain made the connection of, wait a minute, 
if you lift something over your head, you can then look like a superhero. And that was all I had to know because back then, we're talking 1969, 1970, there was no big box gym, there was no CrossFit, there was no aerobic class, there was no nothing. And, you know, anyone who worked out with weights worked out in their own garage with a, with a barbell. And that was the beginning for me. That's where I started. Got you, got you. So with that said, you know, you somehow took that initial thing and, of course, not wanting to be picked on and, and just, just deciding that I'm going to get myself together, I'm going to get healthy, I'm going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, or walk around with his hands over How in the world <laughs> did you turn that into working with all of these celebrities and actors, and how did that happen? You, you know, that's the most frequent question I get. You know, trainers will take me out for lunch and dinner and, and coffee and everything else to say, okay, how did you become the celebrity guy or one of? Because I'm not the only one. And I will always tell them, do good work. And, that you know, kids don't want to hear that. They want to hear, yeah, 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 I do good work. Tell me how to become a celebrity trainer. And I'll, I'll repeat myself, do good work. Hmm. Now, with that in mind, yeah. let me take it back a step. You know, from eight years old, you know, I kept working out. Uh, I, I ran into this guy in my hometown, uh, Joe Bonadonna, his actual name. And um, he took me under his wing And by the time I was 16 or 17 years old, uh, you know, I was playing football for several years. You know, you know, once you start doing one thing, it leads to other things. And I got into football and I got, I guess, good enough at that, that major colleges started coming around. Um, I was recruited by LSU. I was recruited by Alabama. Bear Bryant was still a coach there, but he was at the end of his career. Um, You know, I was being recruited all over, you know, the South, Texas. And so it looked like, wow, I get to go to college on a football scholarship, which is what happened. And uh, I continued because I knew that weightlifting and getting in shape and doing all that had everything to do with my on-field performance. So I never let go of that. You know, I was the guy in the weight room that got there first and left last. I turned the lights out. And, you know, shortly after football, I started gaining weight. Like, right away, I I was becoming that guy. And I said right then, I'm not going to let that happen. And I started working out, um, not to gain weight, but to lose weight. And I started eating not to gain weight, but to lose weight. And at the same time, I was working with some of these uh, um, uh, socialites around New Orleans uh, who had hired me. And this is kind of the days before trainers, before the term trainer existed as a guy that walked into your house and gave you exercise. So they weren't even calling me a trainer. They would call me Vinny, the exercise guy. Mm-hmm. And I would just go around and, um, and exercise people. And that became, you know, it became a big thing. And uh, before I knew it, I had a radio show in New Orleans. You know, people, it was called Talking Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was doing, uh, I was doing periodicals on, um, I was showing up on... Um, the NBC affiliate, um, giving advice. I was their, their, their fitness advice guy. And that all kind of led to, well, what am I doing here? And at some point in 1991, I picked up and moved to L.A. without knowing anyone. And um, from there, you know, just found anyone who needed to work out and would train them for free. And that's the key word here, Sean. I was training people for absolutely free because no one knew me. And... um 
you know, not every soccer mom became a trainer back then. You know, it was like the few trainers that were doing well were doing well because they were doing good work. And that's what led into me, you know, I ended up working with a producer, um, and he got in shape, and then, you know, he was doing a movie, and one of the writers on the movie needed to get in shape, and, you know, so on and so forth. Before I knew it, I was training the stars for different TV shows and movies. So that's the quickest story I can give you as to <laughs> how it happened. Yeah, that's a, and that's a great story, and it that is. really just kind of goes back to the real basic, which mm-hmm. is just hard work. You know, mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, even it, with your mindset, being the first guy in the gym, last guy to leave the training, um, you know, just grinding away, doing good work mm-hmm. and also even doing it for free. And I actually I just talked about that yesterday with somebody I was uh, doing a consultation with who's interested in getting into the health and, and wellness field. And I'm just like, what you really need to do is just focus on helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry about the money right now. That's right. Just just get your get your whatever's after your white belt. You know what I'm saying? Just just build up your repertoire, work with people, help people get some results and then we can start to talk about structuring out, you know, how to how to turn your your passion into profits, mm-hmm. you know. But I just got to give you props for that. Now, for Vinny, sure. he sounds you, a lot like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And but now he said he just outworked right, the next everybody guy. else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, Vinny, you and, don't and see. You know, wait, wait, I I, I, I want to mention something about that. Will Smith is a perfect example of a guy with a huge amount of talent. Um, and there are a lot of people with huge amounts of talent, yet they never make it to a quote-unquote Will Smith level. And everybody that I actually work with in Hollywood have that work ethic mm. where they will, you know, they will outwork everybody every day. Right, right. It's, Sorry about that, Sean. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, it's all right. And, and by, with you even saying that, Vinny, you don't seem like an angry guy, but your show is even called America's Angriest Trainer. What's up with that? Why do you call yourself America's Angriest Trainer? Well, as you can tell, I'm not an angry guy at all. Um, you know, I'm not a Jillian Michaels type that yell at you while you try to run on a treadmill. That, that's not my thing, <clears throat> nor has it ever been my thing. Um, put down the cookie. <laughs> yeah, put down the cookie. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, you know. Um, if people need help. They don't need to be yelled at, you know. Right. Um but I'm angry, you know, it all came out of, you know, in the book we described, you know, your good intentions have been stolen. You know, everybody wants to do the right thing. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, I'm 400 pounds and I'm happy. Mm. You know, wow. every one of those people, they're not lazy people, by mm-hmm. the way. Right. And people are not, inherently people are not lazy. Um, and against the best intentions of trying Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or this powder or that potion or, you know, they joined five different big box gyms and they hired every trainer in the world, yet they wake up in the morning and they still weigh 400 pounds. I'm I'm angry because, you know, not for them, but with them, you know. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? I'm I'm not angry at them. I'm angry for them. Mm -hmm. Their good intentions have been stolen. And I, I just want to help people get it back. You know, think about the number of people who join, you know, say, well, I'm going to run a marathon, and they they run for months on end to run a marathon. And I've had these people tell me that they crossed the finish line either as heavy or heavier than when they started. Right. That's a problem. That is. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I think what kind of sets you apart, and really as soon as I 
just kind of looked into you and, and what you represented, I was surprised because I never really saw somebody who was uh, interested in actually participating themselves in endurance events and using the approach you use. And the, and the approach that is, is something that you champion called NSNG. So what is that, Vinny, and what, and what, how does it actually work? NSNG, um, you know, it's not a diet. You know, people try, you know, they're trying to pull me into that diet cult. Um, NSNG came out of, you know, what I've been saying to clients for about a million years. Um, you know, I walk in and my mantra is, you want to lose weight? No sugars, no grains. NSNG. <laughs> and um, when we wrote the book, I was careful not to try to turn it into a diet yeah. or the lifestyle. You know, when I'm with my clients, as you know, you, you work with people, you can you can micromanage and say, you know, and tell them what it is. But when you're talking to the masses, it can easily become a cult. It can become, um, you know, you know, like people, you know, say, oh, are you doing the Atkins? Well, that statement almost doesn't even make sense, but they're talking about the Atkins side. Are you doing Weight Watchers? Are you doing, are you doing? And all of those things become cults. And um, I'm, I'm not that guy. You know, are you paleo? Are you vegan? You know, whenever you even hear those words, the, you know, we, we get these certain connotations working right. in our brain, and we can't get out of that, right? right? Um, so NSNG is not a diet. It's just literally cutting out sugars and grains. And the first thing someone might say is, wait a minute, I love ice cream. What, you're telling me I have to live the rest of my life without ice cream? No. We're just telling you not to drink a 64-ounce Coca-Cola every day. That's where your problem is. If you want to have ice cream as a treat, knock yourself out. You know, when, when, when desserts and sugary things were treats, no one had a problem. But when we started, you know, slurping a Coke all day and we started, uh, you know, eating, you know, just incessantly around the clock, we began to have a problem. And by the way... We didn't do that because we were lazy or any other reason. The reason we do those things is because as soon as a grain or a sugar touches your tongue, your body is already releasing hormones that's saying, oh, my God, give me more, give me more, right. give me more. Right. Think about it. If you ate a steak, when you finish that steak, you're not thinking, I need another steak. Mm -hmm. But if you ate a few Doritos... You will finish a family bag of Doritos. I don't know about you, but I know I will. You know, and I, I always liken it to, and women with, with that have gone through menopause understand this. You know, you cannot stop a hot flash. Right. You know, a hot flash will happen, and you have no control over it. Mm -hmm. That's hormones being released in your body to cause that. Right. Well, Technology. when you eat a grain or a sugar, you have the same type of hormone uh Incontrollability, if you will, where the, you know ghrelin and leptin and insulin mm -hmm. is being released to go cover the sugar, and your body is going to say, "Hey, I need more." The ghrelin is going to say, "Hey, feed me again and feed me again." Yeah. And when you finish that bag, you'll start looking for anything else to eat. Yeah, I, I like to say that you know certain activities beget the same activity. You know, uh, poor sleep begets poor sleep. Uh, good sleep begets good sleep. Uh, eating sugar begets eating more sugar because mm -hmm. of, and this is everybody, you know, Vinny really knows his stuff, even talking about ghrelin. I call it the ghrelin gremlin, mm -hmm. you know, which when that's active in your system, you just have a ravenous appetite mm -hmm. and it's usually triggered or the interest is drawn to starchy, sweet, salty, 
and crunchy. And many of those you know, things are packaged uh, carbohydrates. together. Right, packaged exactly. together at the same time. So then it sets all that off. That is the best analogy. I yeah. so appreciate that. The marketing. I mean, it even they even tell you, you can't eat just one. Right. They're telling you. Right. It's chemically yeah. made to perfection, well, so you cannot right. eat just yeah, one. They didn't tell us that part, which is right. kind of messed up. But right. <laughs> you can't eat just one. But, because we're drugging you. <laughs> but your butt is going to get so huge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell us that either. I think we would... We would probably still eat them. I know my butt's getting huge. However, I <laughs> so, just can't stop. You know, you also brought up a really interesting point about not making that into a diet or a, a cult, as you use the word. Mm-hmm. I, I always always think of Michael Jackson when I hear that for I some reason. Know, I think a thriller. Take, take that back. I guess it's because of thriller. Remember, <laughs> it was like at the beginning it said something about a, something occult, something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just a childhood memory. <laughs> anyways. You're a I know it. You're All right. Entitled. So anyways, you brought up this what we talked about, we actually had a show, a great show with the young lady who was in the movie Supersize Me, Alex Jameson, and talking about that, how it creates separation with us as well. Instead of us all working together and having a common goal of being healthy and changing our society, we get into this, these politics and this debate and, and, and aggressiveness, aggressive mm-hmm. attitude with mm-hmm. people who aren't paleo or aren't vegan or aren't whatever the label is, you know, and I think that more so that creates an attitude of what I don't do instead of an attitude of what I do, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I, I'm glad you pointed that out, that you strategically made it that way. It's just like, and I saw people using the hashtag, hashtag no sugars, no grains, hashtag mm-hmm. NSNG, you know, I love, love that. Love I love it. that, Vinny. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny, I literally, after the fact, when it started getting used, uh, the NSNG hashtag, I, I literally had to go out and, and get the trademark on that. You know, I was actually behind my own game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of weird, but you, you're sitting there going, wait a minute, do I, is this something else I need to go and trademark? Um, and you know, the one thing I like about the, everything we do is that, you know, we talk about, you know, cults and the whole thing. And, you know, people talk about paleo as being a cult. People talk about vegans as being a cult. I think cult is a strong word. Uh, these are all just people that want to do better in life. Um, yes. they, and, you know, one person said, you know, I was being interviewed, I think, by um, U.S. News and World Report. And the woman said, how did you manage to bridge the gap between, you know, vegans and paleo? Because they're in two separate camps. And my answer was, I don't know, because I didn't try. You know, I guess I'm not saying to do one or do the other, and you can you can eat NSNG on either. So somehow I ended up bridging a gap between, you know, two different, you know, uh, I guess polar opposites, if you will. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of, of both of those, of vegan principles as well as um, paleo principles. I think it's a wonderful framework for us to start focusing on eating real food. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's wonderful. But my question for you, Vinny, really, and, and a lot of people actually probably want to know this too, is that you're an endurance athlete. How right. do you get away? Because I remember track practice, like we're all loading up on carbs, mm-hmm. man. We're eating mm-hmm. carbs out, right. the, out the wazoo mm-hmm. all the time, you know, whole grain this, whole grain that, pasta. That's right. How are you doing endurance sports with this no sugar, no grains approach? Well, quite well, actually, and, and I'm not the only one. Um, uh, you know, I used to have a, a two-prong approach with my own clients, um, you know, like the, the red carpet types. 
who need to be, you know, a size two um, to keep their contracts or what, you know, what have you. I, I would keep them off of sugars and grains all the time. And um, they would do well with that. And whenever I wasn't doing an endurance event, I would eat the same way because why put on weight in the off season? You know, you might as well go back into, and when we're talking endurance, I'm an ultra athlete, which means it's not like a regular size bike race. It's 500 miles nonstop and that sort of thing. Um, so I, I always felt that the only way the body could work was by eating massive amounts of, of grains. Mm. Uh, and I would even minimize the sugar unless I was on the bike, meaning I would carry, you know, honey or goo or any of that kind of stuff with me. Um, but when I decided to cut it out for a while and just ride without it, I found that my body would just adapt to using fat. So in other words, it used to be where I would I would be on the bike for an hour and a half, and I would have to suck down some goo. And once you suck down some of that goo, you got to take in maybe 300 calories of sugar per hour for the rest of the time you're doing your exercise. Because once your brain buys into he's giving me glucose, is going to keep using it. And uh, most people can handle about 300 calories an hour, even if you're burning 600 calories. Your stomach is not going to allow you to transfer of that many calories. Oh, wow. So no one takes in more than 300. So you, at that point, you're using a lot of sugar and you're using some of your body fat. Um, but what I found was when you go away from sugar and you, your body becomes fat adapted, you can now do the sport without using any sugar whatsoever. And sometimes now I'll go out for a five or six or seven hour ride and virtually take nothing if I wanted to. Um, now, that being said, there is some merit to sugar when you want to go hard. So, in other words, if I was staying in zone two or zone three, I could do that indefinitely, and my body will just keep burning my own body fat as fuel. Um, and you will never run out because we have way more fuel than we even need. Um, even if you're as lean as you are, Sean. Um, you know, we still have enough fat that you can probably walk across the United States on your body fat. Yeah. Um, I'm not suggesting you or anyone else does that, by the way. But, <laughs> but you know, you can. Um, if you go hard, so in other words, let's say I'm climbing a steep mountain. And there's a four-mile four you know, mountain in front of me with seven, eight, nine percent grade. Mm -hmm. um, you can't hit that fourth and fifth gear of aerobic activity without some sugar. At least I've never seen it. Now, I know Dr. Uh, Finney is working on it. Uh, Dr. Jeff Volick is working on it, too. Uh, Peter Atia. A lot of these guys are trying to figure out why we do so well in first, second, and third gear, yet when we get to the redlining, you know, you just don't hit that peak as well. Uh, but that being said, some, you know, uh, uh, Zach Bitters has set a world record I'm sorry, a national record in 12-hour running races um, by being an S&G. He's been on the show a couple of times. Um, also, um, Tim Olson, who's a big sponsored ultra-athlete, uh, he's an S&G. He, and mo both, both of these guys will admit to taking in just a little goo, whereas they used to take maybe 300 calories of goo in the past. They only take 50, 75, or 100 calories, and only when they're redlining, meaning they're climbing a hill or something, 
And this is happening more and more where people are figuring out it's a better way to go. Yeah. Wow. You know, I don't know if anybody else kind of perked up when you said 500 mile Mm-mm. nonstop. I can't even drive 500 miles nonstop. That's crazy, <laughs> right. man. That's in- that's incredible and crazy at the same time. Yes, I, that's yeah. so powerful. But for you to say that, you know, basically you, you made a decision to get your body fat adapted. I think that that would also be an interesting term for people to understand. So, um, Vinny, if you could, so just a quick question, what time of day do you usually train? Is it in the morning or is it in the, in the afternoon, evening? It's whenever I can get to it. Um, and I don't mean that to be evasive in any way, shape or form. <laughs> Today I worked out at, um, six o'clock in the morning. Uh, yesterday I worked out at four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It, it literally happens when I can fit it with my schedule. Got it. So, um, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's that dedication. And again, it's just one of those words that's tied in with you. Um, so take us through, how, how do you get fat adapted? What are you eating like for your meals, for breakfast and, you know, your mid midday meal? What kind of foods are you putting in your body to get your body to start using fat for fuel? Well, the, the, the quick answer is you have to start with really cutting out everything and then working a few things back in. Um, Atkins actually calls that their induction phase where they have people get really strict. A lot of times people will go into dietary ketosis. Um, uh, I'm, I'm cautioning you do not have to live in dietary ketosis. Um, some people like doing it uh, for medical reasons. People will do it. Uh, do I think you have to do it to be fat adapted? No. I know for a fact that you don't have to do it to be fat adapted. But when you go away from eating sugars and grains, I always tell people to be really strict on it for a couple of weeks, meaning let their body get used to not having tons of um, of, of sugars or, or processed grains. You just have to cut it all out. Uh, and the first question becomes, well, what do I put in this place? Mm-hmm. Well, leafy greens, dark leafy greens are a good place to start. Uh, any any of the uh, cruciferous vegetables, um, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, broccoli, you know, the ones that have a lot of nitrates in them, the ones that are really going to energize you. I tell people to go with that. Uh, red meat, eggs with the yolk in it, um, uh, fish. I love fish. I know some people mm-hmm. don't love fish. Eat as much fish as you possibly can. Um, or as I say, eat as much fish as you can possibly afford. <laughs> um, you know, stay away from fast food restaurants. Um, you know, you, you, just all of these things will allow your body, and a lot of people by day three or day four will get, you know, something, they call it the keto flu, but whenever your body is not getting the sugar it used to have, you literally go through withdrawals yep. almost exactly the same way as if you were a heroin addict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So you have to work yourself out of that. And uh, I tell people during those times, have extra salt in your food. It seems to help. Mm-hmm. And if you have to take something unnatural, take an Advil. You know, if you have a screaming headache or something, just, you know, just take an Advil. Um, so salt, extra water, an Advil, that kind of thing will get you through feeling like you literally have the flu. But once you come out on the other side of that and you put several more days behind you, you will find that you start having more energy. That's your body actually working on its own fat. And um, that's the beginning of it. 
Um, after a couple of weeks, you can introduce it if you want to. You know, have a chocolate bar, but don't have the milk chocolate. You know, have uh, something that's at least 85 or 90%. Believe it or not, we love the way chocolate makes us feel, the same way we like to wear a cup of coffee makes us feel. So if you think that you're eating the milk chocolate just for the sugar, you were liking that sh- You were liking that that cocoa buzz also. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if chocolate's your thing, that's one way to go. Um, you can have a taste of ice cream. You might find that you don't want to have a pint anymore. You a might pint. be okay with a couple of bites, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, your friend makes the best peach cobbler in the world. <laughs> have a couple of bites. Um, we, call, we call that putting life into living. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just need to stay away from it for a couple of weeks because mm-hmm. you need to get your body on the right track. Got it. Mm-hmm. So you're generally, for, for, for everybody, so you're generally just shifting over and eating much more. Uh, uh, matter of fact, you're, you're shifting completely over to eating uh, proteins, healthy fats, and non-starchy vegetables. And I would imagine that would be at breakfast as well. You know, so you're just putting your body onto that fuel and allowing your body to shift over and stop being a sugar burner and constantly mm-hmm. working on like LIFO, FIFO, last in, first out, <laughs> you know, and constantly needing that fuel to go in and using all that stored fat. You know, some people act like they're going to straight flip out and die if they don't, if they miss a meal, it you know, happens. but our bodies <laughs> have so much stuff stored. Right. And especially if you're in a situation where you're overweight right now, your body has plenty to, to feed off of. You just got to kind of push through the, the, uh, the initial trouble point that Vinny's talking that's about. Right. But even there's so many things you could do to make that more graceful, which of course we could talk more about. But what I want to do, Vinny, is I'm curious when you were talking about 500 miles, you know, <laughs> are you taking any type of supplements or is there something that, that, that you have that, that would help people with this kind of stuff and just health overall? Well, you know, I, I am a believer in some supplements. Um, I know people get into this stuff and they'll start taking, you know, 20 different things. And as a matter of fact, that's why I loved your book so much. Which, by the way, I've read cover to cover, mm, and awesome. I've doggy-eared a bunch of it, and I go back to it. Um, I like that you take an approach with sleep supplements of first quiet your life, you know, quiet the room, quiet everything, make your room dark. I love all of that stuff that you talk about. And then you talk about, you know, having your body naturally fall asleep. But if you do need a sleep aid, and then you give levels of try this first, try that second, try that third. Right? Yes. So I love that approach of trying to make it happen organically first. Now, that being said, um, I've always, I, I talked about it in Fitness Confidential. Um, I, I, I use the exact words when I talked about how vitamins were created. You know, at first it was called vitamin when uh, a German scientist found the first vitamin um, uh, and, and how the 13 essential were figured out after that. 13 essential vitamins mean that all 13 of these vitamins are essential to your life. And because of the stress we have in life nowadays, we don't, you know, we burn through some of those essentials really fast. Even if we have a perfect diet and we're eating all of the leafy greens and we're having meat and we're doing all the the stuff, we still need extra nutrients going in. So my whole life I've been, I've been taking a multivitamin. And I've always tried to take the best vitamin I can get my hands on. And that's kind of a problem. So uh, let me explain it to, to you this way. It, you can go get a Centrum for really cheap. 
And I'm, I'm saying Centrum because it's the number one vitamin sold worldwide today. And they make it very cheap and very easy to get. But the problem with Centrum is they bind it together with so many binders that your system may not even break it up. Number two, they have close to 50 extra ingredients in there that's not a vitamin. 50. So they have 13 essential vitamins, yet they have 50 chemicals around that vitamin. Crazy. And that's just Centrum. So you, you start saying, to yourself, well, I'm going to get the best vitamin I can afford. So now you walk into a Whole Foods or a GNC or any of those, and if you get the top end, the best vitamin they have, now you're paying big bucks for it. You could be paying upwards of 60 bucks a month on some of these vitamins just to get what you are to believe is the best vitamin out there. And most of those have at least... 15, and some, in some cases, 25 extra ingredients that are not vitamins in the product. So I set out, I gave myself um, a test. I said, can I possibly make a vitamin that I want to take at a good price? Is that even possible? Well, the first thing I had to do is throw out the price equation because Every vitamin com uh, company in North America, well, in the United States and parts of Canada, told me that what I wanted to do could not be done. To make a vitamin that was just a pure vitamin that did not have one other thing in it, right? So I did that, and everyone said, we're not going to make it. And my question was, why? Right. And they said, well, we need excipients. We need flow agents in order to have it flow through our machinery correctly because the machines will get jammed up with the vitamins. And I, I finally found a company that said no flow agents, no nothing. They didn't want to do it, but if I did a big enough vitamin buy, they would do it. So I did a big enough vitamin buy, which brought the price down enough to where they literally made what they said is probably the only vitamin on the market like it. They said, if not, they said 99% sure that there's no other vitamin out there even close to this. There's no binders, there's no excipients, there's no flow agents, there's nothing except the 13 essential vitamins and the 11 essential minerals all in one pill. Nothing else exists. And uh, I finally got that pill made. So and I'm very excited about the whole thing. That's very so exciting. So what is this called, Vinny? Um, it's called Pure Vitamin Club. And, uh, the, the only, and, and the only way I could do it was to cut out the middleman, to cut out shelf space, to cut out all that, <laughs> because I really wanted to give it to people at a price. So the way it works is you would go to Pure Vitamin Club, which is my site, it's a site I own, and you, you buy in, you, you buy a month's supply, and we ship it right to you. So here's the deal. I was able to get, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask both of you, okay, Sean. What would you pay for a product, a pure vitamin that had not one other agent in it other than vitamin? What would you pay for that? For what count right, of? What quantity? Uh, for, for, for one month's supply. 30, 30, is it one time a day capsule? I mean, one a day, one pill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that, about 30 mm -hmm, bucks. Easy. You pay 30? Mm -hmm. So one month supply. Nine ninety five. Really? There you have it. Yeah. Nine ninety five. Yeah. And by the way, and in in the interest of, of of pure honesty, you know, there's there's packing and shipping and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know, all of that brings it to 
another four and a half dollars or something like that. So it, it ends up making it fourteen ninety five. So if people buy the one month supply, it actually becomes fourteen dollars with you know pick pack and ship. Mm-hmm. So I that wasn't good enough. So I wanted to see if I could still get you know pick pack and ship under ten dollars. So what I did was. I also allow people to buy it in a three-month supply. Therefore, not only do you not have three bottles, you have one bottle now. So I was able to cut down on the cost of a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have to ship it once, right? right. Uh, it only has to be handled once. And since you're buying 90 pills versus 30 pills, I was able to cut the price back a bit to $24.95. So if you add the pick pack and ship on top of that, you're literally getting vitamins for $10 a month. Well, Finny, what we'll do, everybody, is we'll put the link, yeah. obviously, in the show notes for everybody to get connected with. That's uh, so and I appreciate you taking the time and, and effort to, to creating something like this. That's right. Because a lot of people are really just bought into, like, multivitamins and not anything else. You know, all the other um, uh, herbal-based things or anything, they just know about multivitamins. This would be wonderful to change the market because Centrum is crap. You know, it's crap. It is. It's got so many, like you said, binders, fillers. It's, most of it is not even what you're, what you're paying for. And as a matter of fact, there's studies showing that a lot of these different, um, you know, magnesium stearate and all these other things that are in a lot of these supplements can cause different problems with your kidneys, with your liver, with your gastrointestinal tract. So to create a truly right. real, pure vitamin, I think is really valuable. So we put that in the show notes, everybody. And mm-hmm. Vinny, we're coming up on a close here. So there's a question that I like to ask my guests. And that question is, what is the model that you're here to set? You know, what example are you here to set with your life and how you're living it? Um, God, at the, at the hope of uh, not sounding overly douchey when I say this, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really, I, I believe in mankind. You know, I, that's my religion. I, I believe in the faith of, of people. And um, I, I truly want to leave the world a little better than when I showed up. Yeah. Um, and I, I think if everyone took that approach, every one of us, then the world will be a better place when we leave. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you just said it, if everybody lived by that. Yes. And I appreciate you saying that, Vinny. And it was not douchey at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. We're going to link up everything in the show notes, Vinny's amazing book, Fitness mm-hmm. Confidential, uh, the, the vitamins, and, of course, Vinny Tortorich and his podcast. And some of his super hot and The podcast, this is, not for the ch- this is not for the younglings, <laughs> okay? This is for adult ears, yeah. but it's a, it's a good time for yeah, sure. So for we'll sure, put that in the show sure. notes. And, Vinny, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on, man. Vinny. I appreciate you so much. Thank you guys for having me. It's our pleasure. Thanks, Vinny. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you for being a part of this community and sharing the message by being the example and really showing people what's possible with your own health and fitness. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk with you real soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. 